Welcome to Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young. If you're looking for something more, something different, something better, this is your opportunity. Over the next hour, we'll talk about inspiration for personal and professional success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. Well, good afternoon and welcome to another Transformation for Success show. I want to give a big shout out to my international listeners and my entire West Day family. You are tuned in today to a special show with my guest, Seth Lynn, the incredulous, her name often followed by vivacious, energetic, and infectiously inspiring. So consider yourself warned. Hold on to your seatbelts and try to keep up with today's guest. All of you entrepreneurs, aspiring business leaders, wannabe entrepreneurs, or just starting your business, Zeflan will not only fire you up, but give you some expert advice and her words of wisdom. So I want to welcome all of you who are out there listening to today's show. And you can call in with your questions and join in the discussion. You can call directly toll-free at 888-346-9141. And in case your friends were not able to listen, this show is archived and downloaded at a later time. The Transformation for Success show, just to let you guys know, is syndicated and on both the Empowerment and Women's channels. So I am here every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific and 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if any of you have comments or suggestions about the shows, you can contact me via Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. I invite you also, just as a little special note, to visit and check out my television channel, Transformation Success, via voiceamericatv.com and view online via your Android phone, your iPhone, or even your iPad, The Total Woman Show. Now, to my guest today. Hi there, Zephan. How are you? Hello, hello. I am doing awesome. How about you, Dr. Young? I am excited. I really am because, you know, <laughs> I know, everything I know about you with all your infectious enthusiasm, I know the listeners are in for a real treat. So I want to share just a little bit about who you are. Mm-hmm. Zephan is an entrepreneur, international live streamer, keynote speaker, and what is called the chief flight officer at the company Entrepreneurs That Soar. You know, and I want to soar today. Let me. <laughs> so yes. she's, she's known as the high-tech, high-touch marketing strategist. So without any further ado, tell me, Zef Zan, just who is Zef Zan? Well, you kind of did the the formal uh, introduction, and I think I really am, and an, um, I would say an energizer bunny. You know, <laughs> I, I try, I try so hard not to decapitate anybody in my flight path, you know, and I just want to go, go, go. And, you know, if you have a hard day, I tell people, I'm the one you call just in case your balloon is deflated. So all in all, I am that person. So if anybody's having a hard day, this is what they've told me, not my words, Dr. Young, is this that, you know, if you have a hard day, just call them and somehow sunshine will just appear. So I'm, I think I'm fortunate in that sense. I'm blessed. So every day I count my blessings. Um, I started 
um, you know, my entrepreneur journey about 15, um, 15 years ago. And uh-huh. I think I never stopped because I just love people. Well, you know, I think that's wonderful. But, you know, I do know something else, too, about you, you know, yeah. that and I liked the way you phrased it, that you are a recent cancer victor. And you know firsthand how to turn lemons into lemonade. And I just want to know, you know, how you were able to do that and keep up all this energy and enthusiasm. How were you able to just turn that around for yourself? Because I think um, I, way early in my, earlier in my life, I think mm-hmm. the most important part of my entire journey of who I, I am today and what I've become today is the fact that I was... Uh, willing to be a great student of life and uh, just a great student soaking in like a sponge, uh, like a sponge about, mm-hmm. you know, all the positivity that I can get and personal development stuff. I had that, you know, about 15 years of my life and I kind of practiced it and until it became a part of who I am. Mm-hmm. Therefore, when I got, when I went through, you know, cause I was just like so gullible, I think I, you know, they said, Oh, you must be motivated. You have to find your own empowerment. You have to find your own inspiration because no one's going to do that for you. You know, you have to find it. Yep. And I think I became a great student in that. And I was just willing to listen. And I kind of practiced that over the 15 years I was a student of that, mm-hmm. um, of personal development. And I think when I go, I, when I went through cancer, I think it just kind of took over because, yeah, I boohooed and cried for about 15, 20 minutes. But <laughs> what it taught me to do uh, is basically I became a real troubleshooter. What that means or what mm-hmm. that meant in the, uh, when I had cancer was the fact that, yeah, I cried for 15, 20 minutes. But then I was like, oh, my God, what's going to happen if, if I don't take action or I'm not proactive about my diagnosis, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I had to be positive for me. I had to empower myself. I had to inspire and motivate myself. So I think the 15 years of being a good student of personal development and wanting to practice what I've learned mm-hmm. really has helped me, you know, go through this, uh, this journey with cancer victoriously. And I cannot say more than that. And I think apart from that is I think the people that I surround myself with in one of my journey, um, you know, with personal development, um, I was trained with uh, Robert Kiyosaki, um, mm-hmm. you know, the author of Reach That Poor Dad. Right. And he's right. like, I'm looking at his book right now. (laughs) Oh, my God. How did I know, right? Nothing is coincidence, right, Dr. Young? Right. So so, uh, he said to to me this, and um, the past few days I've been talking about this a lot, Mm -hmm. because he says, find the five people that you roll with and you hang out with in your life, and you'll be the average five. And it kind of really got me scared, and I took a look at my five, and all I wanted to do was surround with people who were positive, who were empowering, who were inspiring. And I think that gave me a lot uh, to prepare during my journey mm-hmm. with cancer. You know, it's interesting because um, as, as you were talking about this, um, how, and, and this is my belief system coming in here, how God prepares us for the, the trials, for the journey, for the challenges that we're going to go through. But most importantly mm-hmm. is how you take those challenges and you put them into action. You didn't just lay back all of those years of being, of having this planted into you, this personal growth development, all of that inside, and then you were able to use it. Most importantly, too, surrounding yourself with positive people. I think that's so important. 
and, and because I know I don't know where I've, if I got this from Robert uh, Robert Kurosaki or not, but it was uh, you're the average of the five people you hang around with. So yes. so yeah. I I want to hang around with those positive people. But I thank you for sharing that because certainly uh, God had a design for you. And then when you're able to go through that, and I like the way you said cancer victor rather than, you know, we will use that word victim. None of us are victims, but but Mm -hmm. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. I hope that's inspiring somebody out there who may be going through a fight and knowing that that fight can be won and it Mm -hmm. will be up to you to make up your mind that I yeah. am going to win. So thank you so much. But You're what, what inspired you to start your own business? Wow, that's, it's, it's, I get that a lot. And it never changes because mm-hmm. those were the three that really got me started. And they were three things. Number one, you know, um, I started out in the net marketing industry and I was, you know, I had the fortune of working with really top uh, great leaders um, in the country. And coming out from that industry, I said, what, you know, what do the other people out there who are not in this industry, where do they get their, you know, um, their personal development? Where do they get their empowerment? And I said, there are three things that really got me started. That's young. Number one mm-hmm. is I love people. I just love people. Hello. Um, I don't <laughs> great. It's, I, don't it's, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. I said, like I, the, like I some of the young people say, drugs. I feel you. But when I'm around <laughs> people, it looks like I, I'm on drugs. And I can't explain it. I, I, my energy just thrives when people are around. And that's the first reason. And second of all, and I think that came into the mindset of, you know, how can I serve others? And second of all, was my passion for entrepreneurship, because I figured, you know, because I, you know, in my environment at that time, um, it was a time where people were coming, uh, were being laid off from jobs, but I also see this wave of people taking action, taking their own destiny into their own hands, you know, if they don't see it, they make it happen, you know, they find a way to make it happen, so free enterprise and entrepreneurship has really been, you know, my passion, and third of all, I said, what can I do, you know, to kind of pay it forward, all this knowledge that I've gathered, how can I use this pay it forward to build it into my business? So I started doing that and I started, you know, uh, working with uh, some nonprofits, including Kiva.org, you know, and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. those were really the three things, the people, the, the entrepreneurship, and also the passion, um, the passion to pay it forward. Well, I, I want to, did you, did you go back to school to get an MBA? You know, that's the first thing people think, you know, did you go back to business no. school and get an MBA or a, a BA in business administration and all of that finance? Well, I actually graduated from college with business administration. I did a okay. bachelor's in business administration, but I think the rest of it for the 15 years of when I was in that, in the business was the fact that I think I was in, in the heart, not school of, you know, life, you know, and I think many of us get that from there too, you know, and just being out there with people. And I've learned with some of the awesome leaders that I've worked in the industry and really, like I said in the beginning, I was just ready, um, you know, to be an awesome student and I practiced whatever I thought would apply to my life. And that was, I think it paid off. (laughs) Well, you know, there's a, a saying that when the student is ready, the teacher mm-hmm. will appear. Yes. <laughs> I, so I don't know agree. where I heard that from, but I just, I, I just, so agree. <laughs> that just came into my mind that when the student mm-hmm. is ready, the teacher mm-hmm. will appear. So 
Yeah. Who, was there was there anyone special who uh, empowered you on this journey of entrepreneurship? So, uh, actually, my late dad was. Oh, I'm going to get choked up. But my late dad was because I started really early. Didn't really know I was going to be an entrepreneur. But my late dad was a banker, and oh, okay. and, and his, you know when I started selling candy by the roadside, by you know by just outside my door of my house. And I was trying to do the under, you know, like under the table candy seller at school, <laughs> you know, like I brought a big bag of like, hey, who wants to buy candy from the back, you know? So my dad <laughs> said, oh, here goes my daughter, you know, doing the under, uh, uh, you know, under the table thing. But um, I did that at the age of seven. And he was the, he was the one. He'll, I'll say, dad, I want to sell something and make money. And he says, sure, let's go get candy and go sell sell, you know, break it down into small pieces, you know, and then he got me bananas and we sold bananas, you know. So mm-hmm. I think he was really the one who really inspired me on the journey. And at his deathbed, he actually said, you know, when all my cousins and everybody else, oh, you're going to be a doctor, you're going to be a banker, you're going to be, and he said at his dying uh, deathbed, he said, you are going to be a businesswoman. And I was like, whoa, you know, oh. and after he has passed, that came to light in a big way. How wonderful. How wonderful. You know, um, in my mind, we have a lot of entrepreneurs today, and and particularly there are a lot of women entrepreneurs, too, who've uh, entered into the business world. And Mm -hmm. frankly, Zeph, there are just so many challenges that entrepreneurs are facing in today's ultra-competitive business world. In in your opinion, what do you think is the biggest challenge uh, for today's business entrepreneurs? I think the biggest challenge sometimes, it doesn't matter whether you're a man or a woman, mm-hmm. the biggest challenge is us. Because why? Because sometimes we sabotage us. And the reason I'm saying this is mm-hmm. because, um, you know, I'm going through it right now and I see people around me, you know, and I'm like, you know, you can't let negative stuff overrule you or overrun you, you know, mm-hmm. you just, you can't, you know, if there's nobody else that's going to inspire you, you will have to find a way to inspire yourself. And if that's what you want, you know, um, a success in, uh, in life, in business, you just have to go through, you know, you just have to go through it. They say, you know, if you go through hell, you just have to keep on going, right? It's exactly right. that because I feel sometimes we sabotage ourselves because we tell ourselves, oh, it's so hard. It's not going to happen. Oh, my God, I don't have money. <laughs> I can't do this and blah, 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 right? <laughs> right. I feel the biggest challenge is us. Is okay. If we're pointing finger at somebody, the, mm-hmm. fourth of the other four fingers are pointing back to us. So I feel that most of the time, sometimes, and I know some people may not agree with this, but I feel that most of the time, we entrepreneurs are our own challenges because we make excuses. We don't want to change our mindset. You know, we sabotage ourselves saying that we can't do it when we can. We just need to find the right environment and people to help us. And I truly feel that's my answer. And that's a, that's a good one. Uh, and I pretend, uh, because I just recently uh, attended something where I heard a lot of successful people, and I mean really, really successful people, um, share their success stories. And these were entrepreneurs, business leaders, very high-profile individuals. And basically, uh, what struck and resonated with me was each one of them talked about failing, uh, about mm. one, one man. It tickled me because he said, um, 
I failed three times in a row, and I tried the fourth time just to see if I was good at failure. But but he but he turned it around, and I think too that it, uh, it has to be a real commitment. The other thing I heard, and I'm I'm sort of adding to you that the service commitment, because I heard you say that you love people, uh, mm-hmm. your mindset was to serve, and most of the mm-hmm. the entrepreneurs that I had who were successful all entered uh, in their particular business business endeavors because they wanted to serve people. They wanted to help them. And mm-hmm. um, there was joy in that. It wasn't about making the money. It was yeah. about the service component. So, I, And I think maybe with that, it may be the driving factor for people to just keep continuing and not giving up because of yeah. that, that drive to help and you want to be successful because the more successful you are, the better able right. you are to serve people. So I mean, we um, that, all just have to have the grit, yeah? Because yeah. I think um, whenever, you know, in, in the coaching industry, because I've worked with some of the coaches or mentors in life, and they keep asking, you know, if you come to realization of your purpose in life and why you're doing what you're doing, <laughs> whatever you do, you will come back to that and you will not find a day that you're working because you are serving your higher purpose or just your reason, your why to do it. Right. Right. And I think for me, on a day-to-day basis, no matter what it is, just, you know, people say, whenever we say, whenever I say about, it's not all the time about the money, because I feel that, well, it is, but at the end of the day, if you're not doing your, you're not serving your purpose, then the money won't come, I think, because okay. if you serve your purpose, then the money will come anyway. So that's right. how I see it. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, Zeph, and thank you so much for sharing, and we'll be right back sure. with you. Stay tuned with my okay. guest today. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Can you think of anybody who does not want a better life and to be a better person? Think about that for a second. Almost everyone wants to be better, but how does one go about doing that? One thing that is making people better every week is tuning into the Self-Improvement Show with Dr. Irene Conlon. All real change comes from within. But many of us don't know where to find the information or guidance we need to make the changes that bring about the improvement. Most of us don't know how to work within. Listen Thursdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Do you or somebody you love have a struggle with abuse? You don't need to be a slave to your abuse anymore. Listen for Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything with Dr. Lisa Cooney. Dr. Lisa overcame struggles in her own life. Two decades of sexual, emotional, and physical abuse nearly took their toll. In her 20s, she turned her life around and set upon a path to help others. She can help you find the key to take control of your life, too. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. 
You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, hello there, and welcome back. You're tuned in today to my special show with my guest, Zef Zan, the incredulous. Her name is often followed by, and I'm sure those of you who are listening earlier, this vivacious, energetic woman, and infectiously inspiring. I am excited, and really, I'm still hanging on to my seatbelt and trying to keep up with her. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Zef Zan, I want you to share, as you look back uh, in your experiences, what were your biggest challenges in your business life, and how did you overcome them? That's a great question, and I feel some of my biggest challenges is this. It's the fact that sometimes, it's like, you know, I feel that that's the solitude because, I'm, you know, as entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. we kind of work, you know, I started out working on my own by myself. Mm-hmm. I was a solopreneur, right. you know. Mm-hmm. That was, like, the biggest challenge, um, I think, you know, trying to figure out who's my dream team, who can I trust, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know um, basically, what do I need to do next? Um, how I overcame this was the fact that I think I was lucky that I was a people person, right? Mm-hmm. So I decided to go out networking and just, you know, sow seeds, lots and lots of seeds. And when I say sow seeds, are, you know, it's basically going out there, networking with people, meeting people, because it's hard. When you build your own business, you're, you're on your own, especially when I started my um, entrepreneurs.com business, it was an online business. It kind of like doubled up in this, you know, like being alone, just mm-hmm. your own bubble. So I decided, you know, I needed to be out there networking and I needed to use my people skill set to just, you know, hang around the right people or the right group of people and find the people who I will work with, make that my dream team and then sow my seeds. And I, uh, and I understood that some of those seeds I cannot harvest immediately because it's all about relationships. It's not going to a networking event. Hey, I'm that fan. You know, give me a call and I'll make a right. deal. <laughs> it doesn't help you that way, you know. And, and I, I had to learn that you had to invest time in people and especially the good relationships. So that's how, you know, that was my biggest challenge, you know, working alone, being solopreneur. And um, I really, you know, put myself out there and just network and met people. Now in my business, I meet people all over the world online, which is really cool. Yeah. That is fantastic. You know, because I think I've heard a lot of people talk about uh, networking and, uh, you know, not really getting out to to network with people. And I, I like something else, you know, where you were sowing seeds. Um, yeah. And you know what? We have a caller out there. Okay. We have a caller. All right. Where are you calling yes. from? Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. How are you? Hello. And where are you calling from? And give us your name. It's Althea Ledford. I'm calling from California. Hey, Zeph. Hi there. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh-huh. so glad to hear you on the phone. You sound fabulous. I have a question for you. For you. Um, you have a naturally infectious personality, but for somebody that's shy or that's less outgoing, how would you recommend they get over their shyness and start going in a group and networking and meeting people and, and making that initial connection? So I love that question, and some of my networking tips for you intro, introverts out there, or shy people, <laughs> as you call it, is the fact 
uh, you can do one of two things. Number one is definitely do not go try to do this alone, especially in the networking, big networking events, because mm-hmm. I think that intimidating uh, is very intimidating and it can be intimidating for those new, you know, new networkers. And if you're shy, you know, how do you break the eyes? How do you talk to people? That's one thing. And I think you should go with somebody Probably somebody who is a natural connector, somebody who talks a lot like me, or, you know, <laughs> who can just help you. Uh, um, one of the things that I do with my introvert friends or shy friends is I try to break the ice. So this is also for those of you connectors, bringing a fellow friend who is shy or probably is just an introvert. It's just like, go out there, introduce them, and you'll say, hey, meet my friend, Dr. Young, or, oh, yeah, you know, just... Basically do that introduction and, you know, uh, be a part of the conversation. So that's how I would say, you know, if you're shy, get somebody who can do that for you or go to the networking event with that person. Second thing, if you're going alone, I know it can be like, oh, my God, the room is looking at me. You know, I don't know who they are. But I think one of the things is don't make it about you. Make it about the other person. What I mean is find something on that person that you might like. Probably, oh, my God, I love your haircut. Find a conversation that is not intimidating, that is, you know, connecting enough, you know, that's engaging enough, that it doesn't feel like you have to answer 10 questions that come after that. So it could be like a guy who has an awesome tie or awesome shoes. Just just pay compliments. The compliments will be the icebreaker for many shy, uh, shy individuals or, you know, introverts. Uh, was that helpful? <laughs> Great. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you for sure calling out, Althea. I <laughs> <laughs> okay. appreciate your call because that was a very good question, too, because when uh, everybody is night like Zef Zand going 200 miles a minute, I'm telling she has a 200 mile an hour operating speed. So uh, we have to slow her down. <laughs> so, yeah. But I know one of my and uh, questions is that, you know, you, you've done a lot of work with entrepreneurs and you produced a, a lot of online conferences and you've mm-hmm. talked with a lot of people. Uh, well, you've had a lot of collaborations in the United States and Europe. So I'm going to, since we have such a global audience, I, I want to mm-hmm. sort of tack into what are some of their challenges from, uh, and, and that's your perspective from a global perspective. What are they dealing I, with? I see the biggest challenge, and I think the most obvious, Dr. Young, is the cultural part, right? Because mm-hmm. this was one of the topics of my live shows, and we talked about this a lot, and, you know, sometimes we joke about it, but the truth is, it does happen, especially when you work with a global community. First of all, your slang in America would be different slang in a different place. One word may be spelled the same, pronounced the same, but has two different meanings on, in two different, you know, cultures. Mm-hmm. That's one thing, and I think the biggest part is the fact that we have to learn to understand each other's culture and also respect each other's culture. Because mm-hmm. sometimes in a business setting, right, um, mm-hmm. whatever's practiced in the U.S. is not necessarily what others would practice in their home country or in their culture. Mm-hmm. So sometimes what we think is good may not be, you know, a polite in another culture. So we kind of have to really learn and respect each other. And then wanting to learn by asking a lot of questions and okay. don't try to like, Hey, I know it all, you know, because mm-hmm. that would mm-hmm. not help a bit. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the biggest part in a global community 
But if <laughs> what I've experienced as a young lady in the past year, meeting many live streamers in my live streaming community, it's so cool because we break the ice meeting everyone on video and we will say things like, what does this mean in Ireland? <laughs> you know, uh, what do you say in Australia? Did I just butcher the word? You know, so it becomes really, you know, fun and learning experience. But I think many of us, you know, don't take the time to pay attention to the cultural differences in, in a business setting or in, you know, a regular day-to-day setting. And I think that's where we need to start with. And that's, I think, one of the biggest challenges. Okay. One of the other things I'm going to bring up, too, because um, talking with a lot of uh, entrepreneurs, right now, uh, this big thing is marketing and, and, and how the best way to market your products and services, whether it's you know print or online or mobile advertising. And I mean, there's just a plethora of things. And now with social media, I mean, it's just changing so fast. What are some mm-hmm. of your, your, your recommendations uh, to keep up with to, with managing and marketing, and 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 you're busy. How how do you leverage that, and and what's the best way? Well, it's going to be different for everybody because not everybody is at the same level in their marketing, you know, and in this in their level of management. Right. Depending on where you are in your business, but at the end of the day, even as a solopreneur, my goal when I started that was my goal was trying to get or delegate things that I know I'm not good at or I don't want to do to somebody else. When I started, you know, um, my, my own business, I realized being a solopreneur, one of the challenges is like you want to do it all because you think you could do the best mm-hmm. everything. But then you will quickly realize how, you know, how tiring that can be, how exhausting that can be, and how much it can really rob you of your brilliance, right? So one of the things I tell people is just, you know, uh, as you grow in your marketing, in anything that you do, marketing, management, the logistics of your business, blah, 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 it's finding out what is your brilliance, where do you shine, what is your strength, and knowing that the rest of the other things that you are not good at or don't want to do because it's consuming too much of your time, therefore you cannot mm-hmm. be the best you, mm-hmm. delegate that out. Or find a way to, to have it, you know, like um, have a good, uh, maybe in the beginning, have good management skills is paying attention to the logistics maybe set out templates, you know, to get you started so that you don't have to repeat the uh, the workflow over and over again. You know, whatever it is, wherever you are in the business, figure out what works for you at that moment. Mm-hmm. And don't overthink it because the goal is to really find somebody else to help you because you're going to need right. to build your own dream team. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, <clears throat> I was thinking about <clears throat> in your experiences, what was your probably your character building moment? <laughs> <laughs> My character building moment is when I realized I'm in the game myself and I said, Hey, nobody's gonna pity you, nobody's gonna make this work for you. And there were moments, you know, and I had to figure out like when is my next paycheck coming in? And especially when I was you know, and I realized, oh my God, life as an entrepreneur, not only you're trying to figure out when your next paycheck is coming in, but you have to figure out when you're sick, what do you do? And if you don't, um, don't have, you know, a plan uh, for it, then what do you do? But most people, they will feel like they will, you know, it's just their handicap. They can't do it. They're 
ducks, right? But mm. my mind, because it was trained so much, uh, in that character building moment, I said, now, do I break down and cry? Poor me, boo-hoo. Right, <laughs> but what's going what's gonna to come out from that? Nothing. More boo-hoos, right? Mm-hmm. But my character building moment was, I'm going to give you a kick in the rear behind because if you don't do this, you will not grow. I've had to stretch, and I, I, I joke about this a lot. As I throw up, and I say, visually, visualize that, you know, throwing up, it, it, you know, it takes a lot of effort and pressure. That's basically what I did was just, you know, you rinse, repeat, and do it all over again because nobody's going to help you. Nobody's going to do it for you. You have to figure it out, and then you'll grow because by stretching yourself, that's the only way that we all grow. Well, evidently, you figured it out, and you've done very well, my dear. So, <laughs> so what was your moment in the sun? Um, I think um, when I passed my fifth year in business and mm-hmm. realizing, actually last year was, because I realized it took me literally some time to, to figure out who I was and who I was to serve. And... Um, Post-cancer, um, during that journey, um, this was my sunshine, uh, and I'm going to share this with everybody. So a little bit of my story, I'm going to try to do it quickly, but um, when I was stuck, um, probably in 2013, late 2013, and I really prayed, I said, God, I don't know what it is, where I'm going, but I have this business, I'm supposed to inspire people, but I have no clue how to inspire number one. Number two, I don't have an inspiring story. So the lesson learned from this was, <laughs> Zeph, you have to be really specific to what you want. So now I'm being challenged because I was uh, gifted with this. I call it a gift because it truly was. I was gifted with this cancer journey because now I had to figure out what I needed to be post-cancer or where I needed to be with my business post-cancer. Mm-hmm. So the sunshine was figuring, I mean, that gift and figuring out what, you know, uh, what, uh, a way I wanted to hit on post-cancer. And I really delved into the, you know, live streaming, live video industry. And my sunshine was I closed sales in 50% less of the time and all that stuff, all good stuff. And I, I said, wow, I invested the time in me. I paid attention to Zach and I was just doing me, nobody else. And I just had to sometimes slow, slow down to speed up. That was my sunshine. I think, um, uh, it's a blessing in disguise. I was gifted with cancer journey, but I, I call that my sunshine also. It's just like a wake-up call. But it's interesting that you wondered, you know, what you were going to do in life and, and what kind of story would you have to tell? And here you have a story. I mean, something happens to you where you yes. have a story to yes. tell. And also, <laughs> more importantly, and I hope the listeners are out there, is that you you saw in the future, it's like you went ahead of like, I'm not dying. I mean, you didn't take that, oh, well, I'm not going to be around. You took the attitude, post-cancer, I'm going to be around. This is what I'm going to do. And you started moving towards that. That has a powerful thing in terms of a mindset, right? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Well, Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. And I'm loving the fact that you, had, you have had a journey where you can share with people um, that, too, also is a character-building moment, let me tell you, Zef Zan, and I really, really thank you for sharing. You've done a lot mm-hmm. of work, really, you have, and, and you're a hard worker, enthusiastic, and that's what I think is the beauty of what you're doing, is that you're keeping your positive attitudes. I hope that's a, a real gift. Uh, it is a gift you have, and that you're giving it to people out there. I want to know, too, I know that you've been doing some wonderful work 
with videos and mm-hmm. how to leverage live videos to save time and money. And so I want to mm-hmm. get into that aspect of it as a business entrepreneur because I really promised a few people that I would talk about that. And I'm intrigued with that too because, you know, I'm going to say this as a preface. There are videos and there are videos. And yeah. if you're going to do a video, it has to be a real good video. Um, and I just share this to the listeners. I like to look at Shark Tank. <laughs> I, I yes. love Shark Tank. I, I learn yeah. a lot. And um, basically, I saw the show last night, and one of their um, the people who came into the tank was uh, marketing their products, and they showed mm-hmm. a video. And every mm-hmm. one of them commented, nice video, very nicely mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. And so I thought about you that today, that I'm having you on the show, <laughs> and, and to really talk about leveraging videos and how they can save time and money. So I'm going to give you a, a minute before we go on break, and then we're going to come back after break, and we're going to elaborate a little bit more about how to leverage live videos to wow, save time. Wow, that's an awesome question. And I'll start by putting this, you know, um, and people love the fact, you know, I think in 2016 we talk a lot about, hey, everybody has to have a video because video it's a show and tell. It explains to people, it's visual, and people relate to the storytelling part. But where live video is a little bit different is the fact that it is authentic, it is real, in real time. And the biggest reason, I think, why I was driven to the live video industry or the live video um, strategy is because it connects people with one another. It accelerates relationships. It's basically what I've been looking for because I'm such a people person. So Mm -hmm. leveraging live video will only help you, you know, engage, connect with your audience, and especially, and I say, specific targeted audience. Because if they see you on camera, they like what you're saying, they like what you're showing in real time, they can engage with you. They don't have to wait for tomorrow. They don't have to wait for half an hour like what we're doing now. They can just call in or they can just get on camera with you and have a conversation. That is All right. We're going to come right back after the commercial because I want to hear more about live videos. So, listeners, stay with us. We'll be right back. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. There are many challenges associated with recovery from any issue. By building a support system of friends, family members, and professionals, you can overcome these challenges. Tune in to Rise Radio with host Randy Havison. On this program, we'll bring topics to the forefront like addiction, self-esteem, leadership, relationship building, and other topics to empower you and your support system to achieve a greater level of personal growth. Tune in Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. How are you doing in your life? Do you control your life or does it control you? In our hectic, overconnected world, do you spend too much time feeling tired and wired? Tune in to Master Your Life with hosts Leah Mattinson and Dr. Howard Rankin for inspiration, insight, and intelligence on how to gain control of yourself and your life. Along with some inspirational and knowledgeable guests, Leah and Howard will give you the tools needed to help you on your journey. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hi there, and welcome back to my show today with my special guest, Zef Zan, who's the incredulous, and she's called the Chief Flight Officer. We're going to get into that before the end of the show, what she means by Chief Flight Officer. Well, she actually has a business called Entrepreneurs That Soar, so I can see maybe why she's Chief Flight Officer, but we'll get that information from her. But before we went to break, one of the things that Zef, uh, Zan does, and she does this very well, is she shows uh, companies uh, or help, helps experts know how to use live videos in their businesses. And so we were talking about that before we went on break. So Zef, Zan, I want to, you know, share what the difference between uh, videos and live videos, and, and there is a difference. So the live video is what you would call live streaming? Correct. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Live streaming videos. Yes. Okay. So how, how, how can they, how, what businesses might be the better ones to use uh, live streaming? Are there any particular well, business? Mm-hmm. The culture of live video streaming is the fact that the biggest thing is you are engaging in real time with your audience. So you're making uh, a connection in real time. They're having mm-hmm. a conversation with you in real time. You know, you can have Q&As in real time. You can do backstage tours in real time. So basically, you know, we live in this bubble where people love reality TV, right? But the fact is the engagement is the most important thing because, you know, they don't have to wait for five minutes to talk to you. They don't have to wait for an hour to talk to you. They can ask their questions and have an awesome couch mm-hmm. conversation in real time. The difference between live, that's live streaming videos because it's in real time, you have a conversation, you have a place mm-hmm. to go and it's just like you're inviting somebody into your space and you go like, hey, come have a conversation with me. Ask anything you want. The thing with videos is the fact, you know, it's awesome, of course, every, you know, whether it's a live video or a video, everything has its own purpose and a place uh, to use them. With videos, all we, we know is, YouTube, you know, and people think about all these awesome videos that people produce. They have different, you know, different setups or maybe different scenes, and it's an elaborate production. Whereas mm-hmm. live videos is just, where's that button that says go live? And you just press that, and you're like, live with Dr. Barbara Young, and have a conversation. And that's mm-hmm. where people are resonating more in the live video streaming culture. Oh, great. I, well, the, I, now I, I'm seeing the, so what are the, the benefits really are, are vast and it depends on because it is engagement and people nowadays want to enjoy, I guess, and touch and, and be engaging with, with you. Right. Okay. That's, yeah. that's, so what has been your success ratio in, in getting businesses to uh, really tap into this uh, experience? I'm going to tell you this, uh, prior to 2016, uh, you know, um, you know, we as, you know, whether you call yourself experts or mentors or coaches, we, you know, there's a system for everybody and it takes a little time to get uh, to closing the sale. For me in 2016, when I started uh, delving in live video streaming, it's a fact that I was closing sales 
50% faster. And um, the reason I say this is that is how fast you connect with somebody. And because you already have that social proof on the screen, you've already built that know, like, and trust factor. You don't have to go knocking, making 10 appointments. Your touch point, your customer touch points, literally cut, is cut back in 50% because they get to see you on camera because I do a weekly live show or maybe in the past, in 2016, I did like a couple weekly live shows. Mm-hmm. So they get to see me often. So number one, I was consistently present and I was there when I said I'm going to be there at 9 a.m. Eastern, they knew wherever they are in the world, they could be 9 p.m. in down under Australia, they knew they could count on me in showing up at night at that time. So you build that relationship, you know, uh, consistently and you get to know one another. It's just like dating, you know, you're dating every week and people mm-hmm. know and like and trust you faster. And the moment you kind of say, you know, you don't have to do a heart sell. You'll just say, hey, by the way, I have this. Would you like to come to this event? Or would mm-hmm. you like to buy this product? I'm beta testing this product. It's not a heart sell because they already built uh, that trust with you and they like you. So that's why in 2016, I was closing sales faster, like at least 50%. And, you know, um, and uh, that was that was the magic because not only it was engagement in real time, Dr. Young, mm-hmm. but it was also about building that awesome community that every brand, every business want to have is that community that will rally behind you and support you. Now, when your uh, people in Australia are going to listen to your live streaming, do they have to go to a certain place? Where they can yeah. Uh, cap. Okay. So yeah. So for me, just like what you know, your radio show, you send them a link, right? So mm-hmm. for me, everything I have a domain that's called zevzan.live, and I have a schedule and a broadcast schedule, and I say, hey, uh, you know, this is like watching TV on AB, uh, ABC or CBS or Fox or whatever, right? We know mm-hmm. our favorite show comes on at 8 p.m. every night or every week. So mm-hmm. that's how I built that expectation. And I say, you know, I have a show and this is my, uh, this is my broadcast channel. It's called Zavzan.live. So that's uh-huh. basically how I, you know, navigate everybody to my show. Okay. That's fascinating. Do you think that this is the wave of the future for Absolutely. some of the businesses? Absolutely. Because it is not even mainstream yet, which is, you know, it's only been around like, uh, it's been so fast, but, Everything that's coming out right now has a life component to the social platform. I mean, Instagram has life. You know, Snapchat has life. Facebook has life. You know, Twitter is having life. So pretty much every day, this live new platform, a new life platforms are kind of coming out like mushrooms on the social media platforms. Right. It's hard. It's almost hard to keep up. I mean, it's like, yes. you know, one moment it's this. And, and yes. uh so 2017 is here. So what yeah. do we see for 2018, 2019? Put we your really fortune, <laughs> put your fortune hat on, fortune your your visual hat, visualization hat on, visionary hat on, uh, and tell mm-hmm. me what do you see that uh, companies and business entrepreneurs should have some particular tools to move forward. So in the social media arena, uh, in the social media marketing, I think if you're not already including live video streaming strategies or are not even looking at it, then my, uh, uh, my you know, suggestion to you is you may want to consider it or at least take a look at it again because this is where many of us will be going because, you know, we're all busy people, right? And we do Mm -hmm. social media. We post pictures. We post videos. We're all competing for eyeballs. But at the end of the day, the best 
live video are the ones that are more engaging, that can make it a little bit more fun, you know, that mm-hmm. the audience will have interactive conversation. Those are the ones who will win those eyeballs. So if you're not already, you know, incorporating live video streaming into your strategy, you might want to take a look into that. And then, of course, you know, without going too much into all the other tech stuff, you know, that's also AR and virtual reality, augmented reality and virtual reality. So we know we are a society that loves reality, reality period, right? So mm-hmm. if you're not including live video streaming into your strategy, in your marketing strategy, well, maybe you will have to play catch up with your competition or, you know, whoever you're competing with. That's all I can say uh, because we're not even mainstream yet, but what w- for me mm-hmm. and, you know, my fellow live streaming community, what we've learned is everybody's business have grown so much so fast in one year. And we keep looking back. We're like, it's only been one year. That's how fast it has been for my business. So I would suggest and recommend take a look again at live video uh, streaming culture. Okay, that's great. What What's next for for? For you, what next is on the horn for you, girl? What are you doing? What's next on the horizon? Um, so, um, wow, you know, I, I feel like sometimes my 200 miles per hour need to be stretched out 500 miles per hour. So, mm-hmm. I think I'm coming into 2017, I had put out intentions out there in the universe. So, this is going to be raw, real, and honest. <laughs> so, maybe I could inspire some of uh, your uh, folks out there today. But I had put out my intention in 2017 to kind of really go big. Because in one of my Facebook games, somebody gave me the alphabet D and somebody suggested that, you know, oh, Zeph's D is dauntless. And I was like, ooh, I love that word. So I put it out in the world, uh, in, into the universe. My intention was I wanted to be, uh, uh, you know, um, be speaking more about how live videos can really help experts and, you know, uh, mm-hmm. entrepreneurs to really save time and money, how they can use it to manage their lives, to market their business and make money in their business. So I put these intentions out there. I really didn't know what I was going to do yet, right? Didn't know what my system was going to be, but I'm going to be dauntless. I tell you, if you pray that way, you put it out there in the universe, the law of attraction says, if you work towards it, that's what's going to happen. In the past few weeks, I've had many opportunities that I know will stretch me to the limit in the next 30 days. So I've had, um, in the process right now, you know, collaborating um, with a new joint venture with a friend, and I have a client, a fellow last streamer who I am collaborating with, and I'm also serving a client who's taking their business into the fifty, sixty thousand dollar a year business. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god, talk about being dauntless. Here you got it, Zav. You asked for it. Dauntless. Okay, so you're saying <laughs> put that word out there in the universe that right. that fits you. Oh my yes. goodness. Now did somebody <laughs> say that about you? Did someone What's say that? that? Yeah, somebody said that about me. And I said, you know what? It's so funny because nobody has actually used that word on me. And somehow this dauntless word came up. And I was like, yeah, I love that. Just like movie, that movie called Divergent or whatever. And I love that. Uh, and I was like, yeah, maybe I'll play around with this word dauntless. And true enough, you know, um, I'm being stretched. I'm not kidding you, but I'm being stretched to a limit. And I keep asking myself, this is my entrepreneur uh, mindset going like, uh, should I be moving forward with this? You know, it, so you kind of, this is where I mentioned earlier, uh, mm-hmm. we can end up sabotaging ourselves. And I'm at the point like, oh my God, you know, fear right. takes over. But 
do I have the grit to keep on going and stretch myself because I've invited that intention in the world to go big this year. And I said, the only way to elevate is to be uncomfortable and stretch yourself and grow. <laughs> think big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. I always, always have said, think big. Boy, I tell you, think beyond your abilities and see what happens. I love it. Yeah. I love that. Dauntless. I have to say now, dauntless Zef Zan. <laughs> I love it. I love it, Zef. I really, really thank you so much for being on the show today and just sharing, you know, some of your thoughts, your enthusiasm, and really that the entrepreneurs out there, I know they face many challenges. And, you know, there's been so much written about how to overcome them. But one of the things that I'm taking from you today is that perseverance and Mm -hmm. intelligence were your allies. And so Mm -hmm. I just just think that's great because there are things that we're going to go through. And definitely you're going through a health challenge as you did Coming out Mm -hmm. of that, being focused and looking towards the future, it's just really, uh, it's amazing, but it's also inspiring. So for those listeners out there, I want you to understand, you're not the first to struggle as Zef can, and please Mm -hmm. be careful what you may ask for. (laughs) Yes, absolutely, yes. Be careful what you may ask for, Uh, but there are many resources out there to help you get through your darkest days, And and I know for many women who are entrepreneurs just starting Starting out, is there any last-minute sort of advice, uh, Zeph, then, that you'd like to share with them? Uh, never give up, and don't be afraid to fail, because I feel that most of the time, you know, if you're in that predicament or in that position, there's always somebody out there who can help you, and you don't have to feel that you're going solo in this. And the reason I'm doing this is because I'm in that same right now, you know, and I feel that, uh, you know, sometimes people can see that as, oh my God, mm-hmm. it's, it's, uh, it's a sign that I shouldn't be doing this anymore. It's not. It's just a matter of you're just being stretched to your limit. Maybe you just need to take a break and pay attention to yourself. So I just did a video yesterday with my friend. Um, it's called Do You. And my, mm-hmm. my, my tip to everybody is do you. Don't do anybody else. Because if you do you, then you stay authentic and you know what your capabilities are, where you shine, where your brilliance is, and hone down on that. If you have to slow down, yeah, I've had to slow down beyond my 200 (laughs) miles per hour. I've gone 25, you know, but it's slow down, pay attention Mm -hmm. to yourself, and do you, and you will not go wrong. Because we have to do it sometimes, because in this crazy world of entrepreneurship that we live, it's so fast-paced, you know, and... Sometimes it's easy to forget to pay attention to us. You know, maybe you need that coffee break or maybe you need to to take that, you know, oh, my God, somebody has to take care of my daughter today. You know, whatever it is, do you. If you don't do you, you. you're going to lose. Yeah. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it having you on the show, Zeph. I've been inspired by the things that you've gone through and and your your words of wisdom. Do you journey to become a student of life? And I'm going to close the show today with just this. Remember, an entrepreneur is a doer, not a dreamer. So thank you for listening to my guest today. And I want you to remember, the best is yet to come. Keep doing. I'll be here next week. For your listening pleasure with another informative guest. And Zeb, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being on the show today. Love you much. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me on the show, too. You're wonderful. Bye-bye.
We appreciate you joining us for Transformation for Success. Please join your host, Dr. Barbara Young, again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Or join us for our replay every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. Have an outstanding week.